Welcome back to the We Know Fantasy Podcast. My name is Nate with We Know Fantasy, and as always, I'm joined here by the one and only Fantasy Fro. Fro, how are you today, my man? I'm doing well. My uh, my computer is hanging in by a, a thread right now. A couple weeks ago, I lost my mic. I lost my headphones, and uh, now my computer doesn't want to work half the time. But uh, we're up and running, and we're ready to talk some football. You have a lot to talk about today. Before we hop into that, Fro, people find you on social media. Uh, you can find me on Twitter at FantasyFro. My name is Nate with We Know Fantasy. You can be found on Twitter, Instagram, Facebook at We Know Fantasy. Remember, guys, we are daily here in terms of podcasts. I'm not going to run through them all because I do that every podcast. So just know every single day you're getting your dosage of We Know Fantasy podcast content wherever you consume your podcasts. And visit our website, WeKnowFantasy.com, for some more fantasy football content, including weekly uh weekly article series. So make sure you check all that out to uh, take advantage of the the free content we offer here at We Know Fantasy and uh, get your dosage of fantasy football news daily. Well, let's hop right into the show. Uh, nothing more about it. Let's uh, go with what is the most dominated topic of the last week and a half. Uh, constantly dominating my mentions. I'm sure your your mentions are filled with this too. What, what, what do we do with Antonio Brown? He's now a Tampa Bay Buccaneer. Um Last week, I don't, th- I don't think he signed. When we, we may have talked about him. Uh, no, he did not. He did not sign. By the time we, uh, we recorded our podcast last week, I was joined here with Stephen. Uh, as a fro mentioned, some technical difficulties on his end, uh, but he w- did not sign. At the time we talked about him, but now we know where he's landed. He's, you know, and he's in good old Tampa Bay with old, with old Thomas Brady down there. So fro, here we are. The question is, what can we expect from Antonio Brown in this high power Tampa offense? Well, I mean, I'd much rather have Antonio Brown than Des Bryant right now. I mean, it seems like a lot of people are making their speculative ads. And we know what Antonio Brown can do. You know, obviously with Des Bryant, we kind of saw, you know, he was injured a lot even before he decided to take his two-year hiatus. But Antonio Brown didn't really have a choice. He didn't have an injury, but he just couldn't kind of keep him as cool. But uh, he hasn't really made that big of like a splash in the last few months, which is great news for him because maybe he's turned you know, a new table. I don't know what's going to happen. I think, I mean, he's with Tom Brady and he did pretty well with Tom Brady when he was in New England for those few weeks. But Tom Brady has been advocating for Antonio Brown to come this entire time. We didn't think it was happening. Bruce Arians didn't want it to happen, but here we are and... I mean, if you got Antonio Brown right now, and let's just say he's, you know, a top 20, top 15 receiver every week with top five upside, then I'd be pretty happy. Yeah, you have that when it comes to arguably one of the most talented wide receivers of our generation with Antonio Browns, but also one of the uh, looniest uh, NFL players, definitely of our generation. Uh, fresh off eight game suspension, you know, more could come. He's still under a... I think he's still under legal uh, battle there for a alleged rape charge or something like that. So I think that's still pending. So that could possibly put him out even uh, longer. I think if he gets another check mark there, I don't think he's coming back. But anyhow, Tom Brady really wanted him there, landed there. Uh, I guess I guess having Mike Evans and Chris Godwin and company is just not enough for a quarterback. So we had to go out and get Antonio Brown as well. Uh, Chris Godwin is out this week against the Giants, where Antonio Brown is expected to uh, make his debut. Season debut and Tampa Bay Buccaneers debut. But remember, he hasn't played since 2018, but this is an elite talent. He's going to get involved. He's going to have fantasy relevance. Um, I uh, didn't have time today to really go through my leagues and check out what people were paying FAEB for, if he was still available there or uh, things like that. 
So I'm not sure exactly what his price tag brought, but I'm sure it was it was pretty high. But yeah, like the Fro said, he's going to get targets. He's going to have value as long as he can stay on the field. Even if there is a Mike Evans or a Chris Godwin, both can't stay healthy at the same time. Uh, never have, never will. So you're always going to have one of those guys battling some kind of injury. You know, the tight end position's depleted with uh, O.J. Howard out, Rob Gronkowski getting some red zone look, but that's about it. And then we thought Cameron Bright would get involved there, but he did not. But this team wants to throw the ball, and now they have another piece to do that, and he's going to have fancy relevance. Uh, he's not going to be instantly turned into a wide receiver one, but he has wide receiver, uh, you know, wide receiver one uh, potential each and every week. All right, guys. Antonio Brown, Tampa Bay Buccaneers. You hate to see it. And uh, if you did get him on your team or you saw him in a league, message us and tell us what his FAB went for, if someone traded for him or anything like that. Let us know. Uh, he surely was, if you did not use a, a, a fab system, he surely was the number one waiver claim across the week. But let's hop over here to uh, some returnees for the Philadelphia Eagles. So much needed receiver help. Uh, Dallas Goddard set to return from the IR as well as Jalen Rieger. We know Zach Ertz is out. Every wide receiver Philadelphia has ever had on a roster is out. Uh, so, you know, these are guys that you can probably find readily on the va- on the waiver wire because they've been in the IR. They've been out for a while. Jalen Rieger, for I don't think he's played since like week one. Yeah, week one or two. I think he came into the season with a banged up shoulder and then that healed and he came in and I had the hand issue. But it seems like he's come back this week. And right now, you know, I, I talk about a lot how last season – how I was so successful in a, a very competitive league. I, you know, you find a way to win. And last year, I, if you remember, uh, there was a time when the Bills had a real soft schedule coming up, you know, three, four, five games in a row, middle to late season, where, you know, it was easy to, to snag Bills players and just based on favorable matchups. And I did that with Josh Allen. I did that with Singletary. I did that with Cole Beasley. And needless to say, I took a team that really had no business, you know, being in the playoffs. I took it to win the whole the whole league. And right now, the Eagles' schedule is reminding me of last year what the Bills did. It's really, really soft coming up. The last three weeks, Carson Wentz is quarterback three in fantasy, which is absolutely amazing to even think about from where he started with. He's out there playing with second, third, fourth string players. He's out there playing with guys who hardly had any snaps in their career. It's really amazing, and they're getting some seriously easy matchups. They get the Cowboys, the Giants, the Browns, the Seahawks. We're gonna we're gonna get the Cowboys a second time. It's just right now is the time I want. If there's Eagles on your waivers, obviously Goddard's coming back probably by week ten. Rager's coming back. Ertz is a little risky, obviously because of his. You know they're just doubling him every single game, and of course he's injured. But if he's out. I don't think Alshon does much. There's opportunity out there in your waiver wire. And if you're desperate, I'm looking at the Eagles. Yes, I'm an Eagles fan, but I'm also a fan of winning. And go out and get the Eagles if they're available. We know what type of talent Dallas Goddard already is. So he's coming in now with no Zach Ertz, uh, no no Deshaun Jackson, uh, and, uh, you know, Alshon's coming back. But besides that, we have the emergence of uh, Travis Fulgham there. But Goddard could be, you know, the, I guess you could say the wide receiver one for um, Carson Wentz for the rest of the season. And this is a guy I believe is still owning less than 40% of, of both Yahoo and ESPN leagues. 
Uh, you really need to go out and target this guy. Same with Rieger. Like you just said, Cowboys, Giants, Browns, Seahawks coming up four games in a row, and all four of those teams have allowed uh, – are all in the top ten of most points allowed to opposing wide receivers um, and, and tight ends as well. They can't – their secondary is just so depleted, so poor. And you're going to get shootouts here. You know, uh, maybe not the Cowboys to figure out what's going on there, but Giants. Divisional game, they always come to play. Browns will put up a ton of points. Seattle will put up a ton of points. So you have to compete. You have to go at these defenses and the secondaries, and that's why they give up such a, such a large amount of points. That's what you're looking for. Like the Frode just said, this is the time of the season. You know, you could be sitting at a uh, – could be sitting at, what would be, week seven behind us. So you could be sitting at two and five right now. You pick up a, a Goddard – just say hypothetically Goddard and Rieger play this week. You get those four matchups. You rattle off four wins there. You're six and five. You sneak off into the playoffs. You know, finish the season seven and five, whatever, whatever week your playoff starts. And just like that, you just turn it into what looked like an impossible feat into a feat just because you found the right run of players at the right time. And that's what this Eagles team is looking like is doing. Yeah. And if you need, uh, Goddard's not going to play this week, most likely, but you can go out and grab Richard Rodgers, who did phenomenal last week, 15 PPR points last week. And a tight end that's normally not a you know a pass catching back, but the Eagles don't have any other tight end to go to. And anyone with even you know the, the tiniest bit of, of football knowledge knows the Eagles love tight ends. They love throwing third tight ends. So Richard Rodgers is a nice fill in this week, and then we have a bye week nine, and then week ten. Goddard should be back, so you're gonna be sitting pretty. And if you're like me, your tight end position's probably pretty rough unless you got lucky and snag one of the top three. That's not Ertz. And uh, you're, you're definitely reaching for a tight end. So go with the uh, Richard Rodgers this week. And then in two weeks, you got Goddard coming back, who's easily a tight end one. Yeah, safe to say, ride that Eagles train uh, for the next few weeks. But let's talk some more injuries as we do every single podcast, because that's what this 2020 season brings to us. We have some big-name running backs out. And we have some backups subbing in. Uh, I think uh, Dalvin Cook was confirmed that he is playing this week. So Alexander Madison, we have on our list here. We can scratch him. Uh, I, who did Minnesota play? They have they play a boom. The Packers this week. Is it okay? Yes, yeah. yes, yes. Yep. So, uh, you know, Dalvin Cook's returning there, much needed in that Minnesota sl- uh, slide they've been doing since uh since this entire season. They're not that good of a football team. Let's kick it off with two uh two players, three players, I guess, but two of them uh definitely won't play. Well, Joe Mixon could play. He's questionable with a foot injury. Has not practiced this week yet. So he may or may not play. In case he doesn't, Giovanni Bernard is a uh, is a must play in my book. Last week had a fantastic outing with Joe Mixon sideline with that foot injury. Like I said, he went 13 carries, 37 yards, five targets, caught all five of them, 59 yards and a score. And this week they get t- uh, Tennessee. You know Tennessee is a uh, not the best um, defense. They don't. They're really good at getting takeaways, but they don't get to the quarterback. So I'm not sure if uh, you know we're gonna see that many dump off passes to a to a you know to the likes of uh, Giovanni Bernard when last week you're going against Miles Garrett and and, and company. Um, but anyhow, here Fro. Beyond that, you know, uh, you know, Raheem Mostert's on the IR, so along with uh, Tevin Coleman and Jeff Wilson there in San Francisco, so you have Jarrett McKinnon and Jermichael Hasty there fighting for snaps. We don't know the status of Aaron Rodgers, uh, not Aaron Rodgers, the other Aaron, Aaron Jones for the for the Packers game uh, there with the Vikings we mentioned. So here we are. Say you have all four of these backups. We have Bernard, McKinnon, Hasty, Williams, uh, given you know their chances and who they play this week. 
Uh, 49ers play Seattle. Uh, and I already said the other two other teams play. Who of these backups are you most excited about uh, plugging into your lineup? Yeah, so, I mean, it was awesome to have so many of these backups, you know, in the starter role this week because for me in a lot of my leagues, you know, either based on injuries or based on just punting at the, the running back, you know, two position really worked out well for me. So getting, I actually started, I got Bernard in every single league, even before the Mixon news. And I got Jamal Williams the morning of Sunday in one of my leagues, which I have no idea how that happened, but here I am smoked the guy who didn't grab him. But, uh, I would probably, if uh, Aaron Jones does not play this week, which actually looks like could be more of a possibility than we originally thought, he didn't practice today. And if he doesn't practice the next two days, he's not playing. And we know the Packers typically are very cautious with their players. We saw that with Devontae Adams already this year. And they already said they're going to be cautious again. So if Jamal Williams is the starter, he's got to be the one for me. But Bernard is a close close second and then I would probably go I want to go McKinnon and, and Hasty but it could be it could be swapped one of those but uh, nobody knows what the heck's going to happen in San Francisco in that backfield. Yeah, what what uh I agree with you there. If Jamal Williams does get the start, it's got to be him then Geo then the likes of Fortnite because we can't predict what happens there. We thought McKinnon would be the guy last week and then Jeff Wilson had a career game 112 yards and three touchdowns and McKinnon saw like one carry. You know, reports were that they didn't really need him, so he, you know he's kind of nursing uh, some usage and some injuries from a minor injury stuff coming from the season. So it was kind of a rest because they didn't really need him, and uh, they may roll him out this week in a, a game that calls for a uh, a pass heavy presence. Or he most can definitely catch the ball to the back for the best of them. Um, but yeah, you just don't know what you're getting. It could be a hasty game. It could be a McKinnon game. That's the only problem there. But whoever it is, they have the most touches in, in the San Francisco backfield. Do you really want on your team? So that's a gamble there. But yeah, Williams, Bernard. Um, beyond that, you know, Miles Sanders still doesn't practice. For all you know, think more about that. Yeah, he won't. He's not going to play this week. You know, looking at the Dallas Goddard, you know, route. It's, it's got to be. They have a bye week in week nine, and. Boston Scott played really well last week. He did actually game winning touchdown. Yeah, one of our best receivers, you know, and he's he's like a just like a a little lesser Miles Sanders, but he's a he's a phenomenal athlete. You know, Boston Scott. He's probably taken a lot of your leagues, but he if he's not, there's another one. You know, there, this is the time of year you obviously have the waivers. You obviously have there's a lot of injuries, but this is the time of the year where making these you know decisions. And starting these players is is going to make your, you know, if you're going to make the playoffs or not. So check your waivers. Don't get lazy this time of the year. Just check your waivers, preferably right now, because you're not going to have to use a, way, a, a claim on them. So grab one of these guys. Even if you don't need a running back, use it to maybe trade for another player. Yeah, definitely. You need to be alert with these guys and get them, even if you're not going to play them this week. It could be the matter of taking him away from your opponent who you beat by five points. But if they say had a Boston Scott instead of, <coughs> excuse me, a different starter, they would have beaten you. But you were advocate and you went out and, and not advocate, that's the wrong word. But anyways, you uh, went out and got that guy from him and, uh, you know, really swung that week in your favor just because you did your due diligence in that way. Uh, one more injury here. Michael Thomas yet to practice this week. Along with that, Emmanuel Sanders is out, and Marquez uh, Callaway could possibly not play this week as well. That leaves Traquan Smith and 
Deontay Harris. That's basically it. So if you're uh if you're a you know looking for a guy, I'm sure Trey Traquan Smith is you know he's been playing well uh, recently, so he's probably not on your roster or on your uh, waiver wire. But if he is, it might be a nice uh nice get this week as well. You know Michael Thomas, we don't know about him, but you know you're getting the Bears here, which is a very good defense. But when you're the wide receiver one by default, either way with uh with Drew Brees, you're you're worth a play in my book. All right, guys. So that's what we have for fantasy content. I know we had a lot there. Got it in real fast. Uh, but yeah, if you have any more questions about anything, be sure to hit us up on our social medias. But let's hop into the pickles before we sign off here. So, so thus far through the season, I'm 64 and 39. The fro is 38 and 24. And we've had three guests appear in the fro's absence due to cross-country meets or various technical difficulties. So Will went 9 and 5, Justin went 9 and 4, and Brian has that title as a, you know, substitute, you know, pickups champion at 10 and four, but let's run through this week. Fro kick it off here. We have a, uh, Thursday night matchup with Falcons and Panthers. Gotta go with the Panthers. Yeah. It's weird to think that, uh, I'm going to go Panthers as well. And, uh, you know, like I said, you weren't really going to say that beginning of the season Vikings Packers on, uh, on Sunday, I'm going Packers here. Uh, Vikings are very bad. Yeah, it's got to be Packers. I mean, I know it's a division game, but it's got to be pack- Packers. If it's not, then something's wrong. All right, Fro. Titans or Bengals? Got to go with the Titans in a high-scoring game. Yeah, they were, uh, you know, kind of a disappointment last week in what we thought would be a very good game against us, Pittsburgh. That Pittsburgh team is for real, though. Here's an easy one I'll lead through here. Jets, Chiefs. Uh, put you down for the Jets. <laughs> the Chiefs are uh, almost 20 point favorites So uh, I think Insane. this is real <laughs> Here's a game that's going to be closer than some may think Colts or Lions Yeah that's a tough one Detroit <sighs> That's probably like one of the closest ones Only a 3 point favorite in front of the Colts But I'm going to go with the Lions to get it done Alright I'll just uh, I'll go Indy Just make something different here I do like the Lions in this one though Steelers Ravens, what a matchup this week! Undefeated Steelers Ravens, there, man, oh man, I'm going to, I'm going to say the Ravens give the Steelers their first loss this season. Yeah, I'm going to go the Steelers here. I just think they're more complete. Yeah, that team is dangerous. Rams versus Dolphins here, Fro. I'm going to go with the Rams. It's going to be tough with Tua. Yeah, I don't think it's a good outing for him. All right, Patriots versus Bills here, AFC. East competition. Uh, let's go. Let's go Bills. Let's go Bills. I'm going to go Bills as well. This will, this will mark uh, the fourth straight loss by a Patriots team. I don't know the last time that ever, that ever happened. It's probably been a long time. They're currently a three-game skid right now. Raiders, Browns, Fro. This is a good one, actually. Yeah. I'm going to go with the Browns. I mean, Baker, he played well, and that offense is clicking, even without a lot of their weapons. So I got to go Browns. Let's take Las Vegas in this one. Uh, this is a good game. Who would have thought, you know, beginning of 2020, we'll be talking about Raiders-Browns Week 8 as a good game to watch? <laughs> Interesting. All right, Chargers versus Broncos. Going to lean. Ooh, uh, I'll go take Los Angeles here. I'm going to go Broncos. Saints-Bears. Uh, you know, the Bears show that they are a one-dimension team in if, if they get points put on them, they can't hang in there. So I'm going Saints. I'm going to go Bears because that uh, the goats for the quarterback. 
Oh, you have a little invested interest there. So here's one we'll debate on. I'll take the 49ers against the Seahawks. I'm sure you'll take Seattle here. Yeah, I got to take the Hawks, even though that's going to be a close game. Yeah, let's hope this 49ers team has found some life and uh, yeah. playing some good football as of late. Cowboys, Eagles. Oh, man. Oh, man. I'm going to take, I'm because we know who you're taking. I'm going to take Philadelphia as well. That, yeah, I got that, the Dallas team is in shambles now. Eagles are rolling up. The Cowboys are going backwards. All right, finish us off here, Fro. Buccaneers versus the Giants. Got to go with the Bucks. Tom Brady is rolling. That defense is really good as well. All right, guys. So that's it for this week's We Know Fantasy uh, podcast featuring the Fantasy Fro coming at you every Wednesday uh, through the regular season. This is week eight show. So uh, make sure you guys are still doing your due diligence, playing your waiver wire, and uh, keep up on your teams. One more time, Fro, where people find you on social media. You can find me on Twitter at Fantasy Fro. My name is Nate with We Know Fantasy. You can be found on Twitter and Facebook at We Know Fantasy. Remember, daily content. Daily podcast, run out here on the We Know Fantasy Podcast Network, wherever you consume your podcast, you can find us there. Well, you're listening to this one right now, so check our playlist after this. And visit our website, WeKnowFantasy.com, for some more fantasy football content, including daily and weekly uh, articles. All right, guys, until next time, we'll see you. Peace.